you know, you might, I hope this finds you well and doing something for yourself, giving yourself some time and space to be with yourself because it's almost the end of January and we need to take stock. We need to reflect. We need to reconnect back in with ourselves and align our actions and our mindset with the things that are important to us and not allow life to distract us or take away take us away from that what i mean is like social media other people's thoughts about what you should be doing and just the general stresses of life that can sometimes and it can be really freaking hard to do this but can overwhelm us and distract us from staying focused and taking little action over a longer period of time that builds our capacity to move towards that thing that we want to do or that we feel called to do and become the person who can do that. And that's why I came to Puerto Rico. I came to Puerto Rico to, to challenge myself, to step into a new level of permission and possibility for myself, for my business and what it is I'm here to do. And this was my way of backing myself to say, 2023 is the year that I commit because the last time I fully 100% body, soul, ancestors, spirit, higher self committed to myself and the calling that I had was when I left Mildura and with my family, George and I left Mildura and we, and we backed ourselves to move to Melbourne to, um, to follow our calling to be a world champion and pursue jiu-jitsu at a higher level and to kind of see where that took us. I didn't actually believe it was possible for me at the time, but I was willing to find out. And if anyone had told me when I was first leaving Melbourne, first leaving Mildura, that just by going to Melbourne that I would have the opportunity to travel to different parts of the world doing jiu-jitsu, that my children would end up doing jiu-jitsu, um, like competing and, and going international, that I would start my own business, I would I knew I'd always knew I'd be a speaker and a storyteller because that's that's who I've been my whole life. That I would try out for the Olympics and go to Africa and and fight for a spot on the Australian Olympic team to go to the Olympics for wrestling after only three years of or two years of wrestling um or, or that I'd make the relationships and the friendships that I have had, that I'd become the woman that I am, I wouldn't have believed you or I might have run away in fear because here's one thing I know from the journey that I've had is that the ancestors in the universe choose us, our dreams, our vision, our purpose. They It chooses us as much as we choose it. It's, it's like we're in a co-creation relationship together. And here's what I know from my own journey is that the ancestors in the universe and, and my spirit self, my higher self, only showed me the beginning of the journey. Because if they'd shown me the whole peak, I would have run away or I would have been overwhelmed with it. Mind you, just even the idea of becoming a world champion was overwhelming. But that really was the beginning of the vision. I have I went on to win three world titles and to do the things that I've done. I'm an Order of Australia medal. I was recognised for my services to my my community and um, women and girls in sport no just to my community i include the women and girls in sport um and that's something i'm it was uncomfortable to accept that but i acknowledge that by having that it it shows others what's possible and 
I'm a, I was 2019 NAIDOC Sports Person of the Year. I went on to graduate university with my undergraduate degrees. Um, all of this became possible because I had the courage to trust my ancestors more than I trusted myself or believed in myself that it was like, okay, let's go find out what's possible. And I came to Puerto Rico to find that woman again, to find the woman who backed herself enough to go all in on the journey, to go all in on herself because my work right now, like the, the deep big work is getting to know myself again, is getting to know my story of, of who I've been and how I got here so that, and then create space to understand my vision, what's calling me, where are my ancestors calling me to go? And then how does that weave together with the current reality and life that I have in terms of my starting point of how does that weave together and allow me to take care of my family and also be able to show up and, and do this work? And the only way I'm going to figure that out is by trusting myself and going all in on this and going, I've done this before and I can do it again. This is this is the next level of what I've done. This is the seed taking root that was planted so many years ago. And the thing is for a, and I think it was Myron Golden that said this in one of the sessions, who is um, a, an African-American man. I, th I think he's a wealth and um, motivational wealth coach and motivational speaker. I don't know much about his story, but he was on stage and he was magnetic. He was, um, he just, he had presence. And he said that when we plant a seed, in order for the seed to start the process of becoming a tree, it has it first has to break open and it has to go down before it can go up. It has to go down and allow itself to take root in the earth, in the dark, in the wet soil before it can go up. And then once it starts to grow up, it has to break through the that first layer of earth and it's really vulnerable. It's a really tender shoot. And it grows from its roots and it grows up. And as it grows, it reaches towards the sky and it starts to take up space. But it's a it's a two-way channel. It needs to go down as much as it needs to go up. And here's what he said. He goes, what is the most important thing that needs to happen in order for a seed to become a tree? It needs to stop being a seed. And that just blew my mind. And the other thing that he said that was really transformational and that was really grounded me that I was in the right place at the right time was that he said he invited he demanded everyone stand up in in the room and mind you this is a room of almost a thousand people 95% women I'd say 90% women of color there were men in there there were women who'd come from around the world there were women there with their babies their husbands their children just so they could be in the room and when we stood up, he invited us to turn around and look at the chair. And he said, you've left your old self behind. So me coming to Puerto Rico was as much about backing myself and creating space for me to find and reconnect with that, that Chantel that's always been there, the one that's always backed myself, that when I failed year 12, I had the courage to go, I'm going to go back and I'm going to try again. And I graduated year 12 after failing the first time. The Chantel that decided that the world did not get to dictate who I was going to become and I went on to go on to university. The Chantel who was able to pick herself up after hurting her daughter 
and going from suicide to world champion. That's the fucking Chantel that I'm reconnecting to. That's the Chantel that's re-emerging, but in this new self. She's bringing, she's, she's coming back to life, but she's coming with all of that wisdom and that experience. But here's the thing. Who I came to Puerto Rico as, she got me here and I'm and I'm forever grateful and I'm but I'm ready to say goodbye to her. I'm leaving her in Puerto Rico. Because here's the thing: in order for me to become build a business, my, my first seven figures in business, in order to become a black belt, in order to go on to win a black belt world title, in order to become a global speaker that brings value and impact and inspiration to every room that I walk into. The woman who bought me here cannot take me there. I say this with the utmost love and respect. For the first time in my life, I'm not shaming my old selves. I'm not shaming my current self for the things I didn't or couldn't do. Instead, I'm saying with the utmost love and respect and gratitude, thank you to all my selves, to the little Chantel that used her voice at the age of six to speak up and point at the men who, who sexually abused me. And when the adults around me told me to be quiet and tried to shut me down and said it didn't happen, I got on the phone and I rang my dad and I told him and he came and got me. My dad came and got me, but he didn't rescue me. I rescued myself by speaking up. And I was told to be quiet at the age of six by family members who said it didn't happen, but I didn't. And it was that little Chantel that stood up and that's when my voice was born. That's when I realized that I had to step up for me first before anyone else. It was the Chantel at, at, at 15 that was, that was being bullied and allowing herself to be swung left and right by the pressure of society. And that was told by a teacher that I was more likely to end up dead or pregnant than I was to finish school. They said, fuck you, you don't get to determine who I am. You don't get to write my story. I write my story. It's the Chantel who decided that I don't want to walk in two worlds. I want to weave those worlds together because that's who I am. I don't have the time or the capacity to be living in two worlds. It's the Chantel that made a promise, a sacred promise to her future children, that she would do her best to ensure that they did not become victims of her trauma because she didn't get up and do the work she needed to do to heal so that she could be the mother that they needed. This is who I am. And I'm reconnecting back to that Chantel, my warrior self, my higher self, the Barkindji warrior, the warrior heart. That's who I've become again. She's here in full presence and full connection to my higher self. Now, will that mean I don't have moments of going backwards before I can go forwards or of old habits coming through? No. Or old mindsets or hard days or hard moments? No. It just means that I'm going to remain focused on this and I let myself go with love and I give myself permission to go all in, that I'm here, I'm, I'm ready, I'm activated. This, this, this whole experience, which I can't get into right now, has been transformational. And yet I've done this before. I've emerged more powerful than the version of myself before. But I could not emerge without those who came before me. 
my ancestors who came before me and showed me what was possible, who fought so I could exist. And I acknowledge and pay my respects to all my ancestors, but particularly my matriarchal line and to other, other women who, other matriarchs and other powerful women who are showing up and being their most powerful self in the world. And a big shout out for me in this, in this whole conference was Rachel Rogers, um, Sonia, Sonia Renee Taylor, and Rachel Cargoyle, who, who had held a panel called, is it ethical to make a million dollars? These women talking about making money and how that when that, when that pursuit of money is in alignment with your values, your higher calling, and you wanting to have impact and value in the world, then yes, it's ethical. And not only is it ethical, but it's necessary to change the world as it is in order to lay the foundations for healing and for the work that's still to be done to, to challenge systemic racism, racism, um, poverty, violence against women. These things can only become possible when we become our most powerful self. The only way I can change the world is by changing myself. I change the world by becoming myself, by coming home to myself. I can be the powerful mother that my children need by becoming my most powerful self and understanding who I am, what my values are, what my story is, and what is my gifts and strengths and how do I serve the world from my gifts and my strengths, from my higher self and from my wellness and my overflow, not from my self-sacrifice, my self-abandonment or scarcity. In this moment, I am deeply grateful to all myself, but to that little Chantel that first loved herself enough to stand up and say no and to use her voice to speak her truth that stood in her power and followed her heart because it was her that laid the first step. It was her that believed she was worthy enough to not allow the world and what had happened to her define her. And I've gone on to become a phenomenal woman. And that is the birthplace for who I'm about to become and the things I'm about to do. And I send that with the utmost love and gratitude to all my past selves and all the women, my mother, my grandmother, my great grandmother, and all the women who have had an influence in my life, who have supported me, who have picked up the phone, who have held me to my daughters, to my babies, my sons, my daughters, because for you, you, you give me a greater sense of purpose and responsibility to the Kilalana girls. You're a part of that as, as well. I say this with love and respect in my last day in Puerto Rico. And I look forward to sharing more of this with you as I as I come back to my own knowing, my own being and allowing my knowing and my being to guide my doing and having in the world. Love and gratitude.